Hello and welcome to Open All Hours. We're finally back, older, greyer, but enough about Finney. Um, I'm joined by <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by three other QPR fans and one QPR legend in the making. Um, and while we've been away, some of the other QPR podcasts, which are all well worth listening to, by the way, have got their act together. We're a bit behind the curve, but uh, lazy gits that we are. So we're going to kick it off with a very special guest. Um, first of all, Paul Finney. How are you doing? How's your summer been? Alright, so I went to Germany to watch Rangers play. I um I've been in holiday to Greece, and I've lost a load more hair. Apart from that, I'm grand. <laughs> Charlie Wise, hey Charlie, how are you? Very well, thank you. For me, it hasn't just been the summer off. It seems to be like I've been away for a long, long time. But um, now I'm back and should be back for good now. So oh, um, good. maybe you'll get to hear this voice a little bit more often. Not sure that's a good or a bad thing for yourselves, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. And that's a first time. take that reference for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the newest addition to the pod, uh, welcome Robert Gilbert. Hi, Robert. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Are you Rob, Robbie, Bobby, Bob? Rob or Robert, but I don't really mind. Don't really okay. mind. We'll go, Rob. Um, uh, and last but definitely not least, Jimmy Dunn. How are you, Jimmy? Recharged and ready to go. Plenty more, plenty more carnage waiting for us, I'm sure. <laughs> <And> how's <laughs> your summer been? I know we'll get onto the games in the pre-season in a bit, but um, did you manage to get away yourself? Yeah, lovely holiday. Um, Try to forget about second half of the season, like us all. Sitting there with loads of um, cuddles and whatovs and etc., but managed to switch off. Definitely happy to be back into the swing of things now. I feel like I've been back for ages. It's been a long, tough pre-season. Definitely ready to get going. Yeah. So, well, we'll, talk, we'll go. Uh, Finney mentioned he was in Germany first. Um, I'm sure we'll come onto that in a sec. But yeah. So it started off in Germany. How was that? Germany was good. Germany was intense. Um, we we had been in a week or maybe over a week before Germany um, doing a lot of running they were getting us really really fit uh, we started working on how we want to play uh, almost immediately and then we continued that in Germany and I'm sure um, the guys that watched the games saw saw a difference in patterns or whatever we were working on in the games and um, we worked really hard and now all of a sudden yeah we're a few days away from Blackburn yeah, well, we'll come on to the rest of the, the pre-season a bit. But, Paul, you were in Germany. How was your experience over there? It was great. I mean, I missed Crawley, uh, which was the first one. We, we, we drew three all. Okay. I went over to Germany and see the game on the Wednesday against a team I'd never heard of and the ground I'd never been to, who kept apologising to their fans for us battering them because, and they kept saying they're a championship team. Um, but, yeah, Germany was great. I mean, you can see that he's trying to do the shape and what he's trying to do, and we look quite sharp up front. And... You, you can you can see that he's he's trying to stamp the style on it, but pre-season games mean nothing, do they? Really, let's be honest. I mean, it's just a run out for the lads and, and and fitness. But I don't know how Jimmy sees it. I mean, I don't mean to be disrespectful saying that, but I don't think you can read too much into either Wilson or Palace or anything like that. What do you think? I agree. I agree. I think the I think you see, you know, we beat Man United and Leicester last pre-season, but we didn't go in there and win every game in the Championship exactly, did we? So. I'm not going to read into too much of the results or anything like that. It's more just about learning what we want to perform like um, when it matters. And I think we'll see that. I think we'll see that against Blackburn. I think even if it takes us a while, you'll definitely see a change in in, uh, in how we're playing and things, you know. Charlie, did you manage to get to see any of the pre-season games either in person or, or like on the, um, on QPR player? Yeah, I got down to Woodstone. Um did you? I did, yeah. Um, no, it was very good actually. Um, very enjoyable. Nice to tick off uh, another stadium. Always nice to see a few go, a few goals go in. But um, no, I've enjoyed preseason, like you say. You got to take every result with a pinch of salt. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's more about fitness and shape. And um, we've started to see the shape. We've started to see the new formation that you know, from our perspective, we think we're going to see anyway. So no, I think from what I've heard and, and what we've seen, I think it's been a a solid preseason. Yes, of course, there'd be areas of improvement, but isn't there with all preseason? So no, like I say, gotta take it with you can't really take it for face value. 
Uh, did you manage to see the Wheelstone Raider while you were over there? Sadly, I didn't. I think oh, I no. must have missed him. Uh, that's half the reason I wanted to go. Um, yeah. well, uh, Steve, Steve Sace, regular on the podcast, had a, had a photo with him, which I think was, despite the fact we scored eight goals, I think that was probably the highlight of his yeah. evening. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I would did get a bit of uh, a bit of envy to see some some of those floating around Twitter, but sadly didn't get to see the uh, the legend that is the Wollstone Raider. No, oh, Rob, how about you? you? You managed to catch up with any of the stuff pre season? Yeah, I managed to well via recast, so you never know how much oh. you're actually seeing. Yeah, did manage to get recast. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> did manage to. Uh, I, I, do you know what? I didn't watch the adverts. I thought I'll, I'll put the five pounds in. I haven't got enough time to sit through three thousand adverts. No, I watched the Germany games, uh, the games out in Germany and, and caught a bit of, um, got, caught a bit of Crawley. One of the other games I caught a bit of, I can't remember which. Look, it's all, it all feels new. It, it's a strange thing well, as a fan because it's a new manager, new ideas, but there is the core of that, that team there, that good team, good players, good age. And it's, it's a nice mixture of you're quite excited for it, but... I don't know if Jimmy will agree, the expectations compared to this time last year when we were coming off the back of of a real upward trajectory, it just all feels a bit different last year. We're sort of having a reset, but with players we know and players we trust. So it's sort of, uh, it feels quite fresh. It feels quite new. Like some of the ideas that I saw in in those games. And and yeah, just, just miss football, don't you, when it's not on. You get bored of it sometimes by the end and you moan, but when pre-season's back, you're just ready to go again. Yeah, totally. I mean, Jimmy, we sort of <clears throat> touched on that then. We've mentioned the formation, the core of players, you know, that served us so well last season. I know we had that drop-off at the end, but don't want to dwell on that. This is a, this is a new, you know, we scrub that and we start again. But so I just to the gaffer, the new gaffer, how's, how's it been? Yeah, the gaffer's obviously bringing in all his experience that he's, that he's got from the the past jobs he's had and obviously he's worked under incredible managers and with incredible clubs and stuff. So I think we're, we're learning a lot. I think um, no matter how experienced or how long you've been around, I think we're all equally learning uh, a lot. Um, as you can all see the new formation, um, there's, there's plenty to learn um, there's plenty to go through. Um, but like, uh, like the guys were saying, I think, Pre-season with a pinch of salt. Um, when when the um, when the champion when the championship start, it's all so different, and it's it's mayhem, you know. And um, I think that's another side of things we've got to be ready for. And the new teammates are they sort of bedding in? Because I mean, we've we've had a few in, possibly yeah. another couple in the in the coming weeks. Is is uh, are they all settling in? Okay. Yeah, I think everyone everyone gets on really well. It's a very good group. I think we're relying a lot this season on um, the players that were there last season um, because it is such a new group and we have to be able to learn from from the good and the bad uh, from last season. So we're relying on, on those players. Um, and and because it's a young group, for, young, for, for them players to step up, you know, um, me and Rob and uh, Jake are all considered technically young centre backs, um, but we've got to kind of grow up fast and and be an experienced bunch and Senny be an experienced bunch, um, and lead by example now. What about playing? Because obviously, <clears throat> slightly different system for last season, particularly for you. I, and I mean, obviously, you played that before. Are you sort of comfortable with either? Yeah, absolutely. I I don't I don't care how it is. You know. Just, Keep keep the ball out the net as best you can. <laughs> Obviously, the the gaffer wants to play two centre backs, and there's three of us all uh, wanting to play. Um, but I just think that's you know that's healthy competition, and I think that would be good for us all over the park. Maybe something we didn't have enough of last year. Um, lads competing for places, um, and ultimately, you know, that's going to make uh, me a better player. It's going to make all of us a better player, and um, when you've got better players around you, so. Um, I don't mind that at all. I think it's really healthy. It's good to you're, not, you're not giving that number three shirt newly newly give today up without a fight, Jimmy. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it weird? Like because last season you broke in and you did yourself proud. I thought, and I thought, here's here's a future captain. You're on the verge of the Ireland squad, um, but you got into the Ireland squad at the end. Um, and you're not here to sit on the bench, are you, big man? You're here to, to do a job. No, I'm not here to sit on the bench. I, I, I won't be. I won't be. I'll, I'll be out there leading the boys. Um, 
you know, I, I feel like I've I feel like I've learned a lot last year. I didn't really have a season where I kind of dipped my toes in and out and, and tried to get a feel for it. I, I you know, I got chucked straight in there um when I was needed and um and things were going great for a majority. Um you know, I'm looking at this season slightly differently. I kinda had a naive optimism about me maybe last year. Um this year I've learned an awful lot. I still had a similar optimism. I, I still think every season you're playing with, with QPR, you should expect and be aiming for promotion. Um, but I like to think I'm just a little bit more wise this year about how, how to go about it. Well, talking of wise, Charlie Wise, how's that for a link? Terrible. Smooth. Um, yeah, you're sort of talking to mention there, and George made a good point about maybe the, the optimism, not so much the optimism, but maybe the the perspective is maybe a little bit more managed this season in comparison to last. I think even some some neutral perspectives having us maybe um, maybe lower than where we'd predict that we can maybe see where we could be this season. And for some way, you know, that means nothing to me, but it's interesting to see sort of an outside perspective when, as we mentioned, we haven't really lost many of our key players. It's maybe some been some of the the older players, you know, some of the players, not so much the core, the core spine of the side. How was that sort of reflecting on sort of, as you mentioned there, maybe you've learned a lot, maybe a little bit more naive last season with perspectives. How is that sort of coming to sort of translate into the consensus in the side at the moment, looking to this season? What's the sort of, you know, I think last season, everyone was kind of, let's go for promotion. We had that really good upwards trajectory. What's the sort of consensus now in the side with aspirations for this season? Uh, good question. I think the first way we're going to look at it is not looking at the at the well from a, from our point of view. Mm. So it's obviously always different from a fan's point of view because you can't go out and play the games, and all you've got is Twitter and what other fans are saying and outside perspective. So I get that's really difficult. From our perspective, we're not going to look at the table until March. Mm. Um, we've got a, a new system and and something uh, new that we really need to work on, and and we feel though if we master that. The results and everything will follow. Um, in terms of the lads who were there uh, last season and that are, that are still here, um, I think we understand that the championship season, it, you know, it, it is very much like that, and it's probably not getting too ahead of yourself when things are going well, and also not getting too defeated when things aren't. It's just kind of keeping a steady ship. Um, and, and I think that for the lads that were there last year, when, when shit does hit the fan, which inevitably in this season, in this in this league, you will be faced um, with some adversity that will be able to hold it together and will be able to um, to maybe re- press the reset button and um, and go again. Because ultimately the, the, the manager and the staff can give you the tactics, can give you ideas, but they can't play the game for you. And, and that's where um, the experience um, from us that were there last season is going to come in handy, I think. What, yeah. what do you think did go wrong last season? I mean, I know it's very difficult. It's a very open question. But for the fans, I mean, as well, the players, everyone was sort of kind of scratching their heads a little bit. I mean, I suppose what went wrong is that we we did so well and then and then we didn't do so well. You know, yeah, the, that's fair. You know, if, if, I had, if I had been much more inconsistent, uh, inconsistent through the start of the season and we had it ended up 11th, everyone probably would have kind of said fair enough and that, that's where we might have deserved to be. But because it was so good to so bad, maybe the expectation everything changed. Um, and and I, I don't think we can we can deny that we rode our luck a lot of times and, and we were getting results that maybe we didn't deserve. And I think this season it, it'd be nice to deserve results more and in, in the long term, you, you'll you'll kind of get them. Um, I think that's down to performance, um, consistent performance, consistent performance, and and the results will follow. Um, I, I know that that's that's the only way I I, I can look at it. In, t- in terms of things that went wrong, I don't know. I'm sure there's a million and one other reasons that everyone can think of that didn't help. But I mean. Well, to be fair, losing Willock at Forest was massive. Having six goalkeepers is massive. Um, I've never known anything like that. I never know the fucker. I'm not as old as um, Chris, by the way. He seems to think I am. Um, but th- yeah, these the, things don't help. These things don't help. No, of course it doesn't. But also, Jimmy, I also think when teams like Luton, God forgive me for swearing on the podcast, <laughs> and Huddersfield do well, everyone then looks, well, why aren't we doing that? Why aren't we competing? But they don't understand that it's like every game is, especially a championship, it's, 
it's a battle. It's hard. It's difficult. It doesn't matter if you spend 85 million or 85 quid. Every game is a battle. And I think with other fans, look, our fans especially, will look at Luton and say, we should be doing that. But that's not set, not necessarily how it works, is it? No, it's not. I mean, player for player, we're better than most of them teams. I think, I think we all know that. I don't, I don't think we'd swap any of our players for any of theirs for the majority. Um, so, yeah. I don't know what that leaves us with, but that's what I think. Jimmy, does it does it feel like a fresh start at the moment at the club? Obviously, you're at Heston, new training ground, but that we said majority of the core from last season were there, and obviously the end left some scars, if you will. But does it feel like a fresh start at the moment uh, at the club? Because obviously, we as fans don't really see any of the day to day. So, sort of wondering what the what the vibe is at the moment. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely always been a positive club to be at um, for a player. It's it's always been a nice environment to come into every day. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm happy that we've hung on to the majority of the same staff because they're the people you see every day. They're the, they're the people you build mm-hmm. connections with. So it doesn't feel too different in terms of them. Obviously, there's a few people we'll miss, the sports science group and stuff we'll miss, although we've got a really good sports science group in. Um, the, the main difference is just is probably just the attention to detail on, on how we're uh, we're going to play this year. I mean, we're all super focused on getting this right at the minute. Um, that we haven't had time to think too much about new changes or new this or new that. It's like all our energy is is concentrated on on getting this new style right. You know. So yeah, to be honest, it, it's it's pretty new for us. Yeah, just yeah. coming. Sorry, go Go on, go on, sorry. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you, we've already touched that, you know, the new people in, but I just wanted to talk um, briefly about one of the one of the youngsters who's coming through. He's been, most people have never actually seen him play, but everyone's sort of lauding him as the new Charlie Austin in waiting. Um, Sinclair Armstrong, what, what can you tell us about him? What's he like in training? Yeah, I mean, I hate Markham because he'll stand on your toe and he'll run through you and he'll do all that stuff. Um you know, he's got a good attitude, he's pure power and pure pace and obviously young and, and, and loads to learn, but definitely uh, definitely one to be excited about. A fellow Irishman, uh, which is good, um, but definitely one to be excited about. I'd, I'd, I'd chuck him on last 10 cause carnage, to be honest. Um, he did that at Wilston, didn't he? He came on and absolutely did he? messed them up for a better win without swearing. Did he? Did he? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely got he's definitely got plenty of them. To be honest, we've got loads of young, really good, exciting players coming through. Like some that we didn't see much of um, at all last season. Um, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping a lot more of them get the opportunity this year. Um, it'd be really good for them. You said he, that... he, so, sorry, Robert. Has he has he played for Ireland at any level yet, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm sure he has underage. Yeah, yeah. I thought he had. Yeah. The kind of power and pace we need in the first team, really. I don't know. Depends Jimmy, on what you're talking about, of Ireland course, Jimmy. Ireland first team, that is. <laughs> Jimmy, you said how sort of you and Rob Dickey and Jake Clark sort of senior centre-backs now. What what are you we're sort of involving a lot more of these youngsters in the, it would appear, in the day-to-day around the first team? What are you sort of as a more senior player now saying to them what advice are you giving them how are you sort of helping integrate them and, and bring these exciting youngsters and making them feel at home and within the first team I always think the best way to do it and the way that um, older more experienced uh, centre-backs did it with me is by challenging us and, and not necessarily going easy but having the respect for them to, to train and go against them properly so you know me and me and uh, Sinclair were kicking lumps at each other the other day in training. Yeah. I, I honestly think that's the best way to, to teach them and, <clears> and, to, and to show you know res, respect for them is to just train properly and train hard. I see a lot of myself in, in Joe Gubbins. Um, he's a real honest uh, guy, real honest centre-back, really eager to learn and improve. He's the type of guy that you, you really just want to see do well. So, um, you know, I, I, I think the amount of questions I, I used to ask Ben Mee and James Tarkowski and Kevin Long and stuff when I was at Burnley, he's asking me kind of similar questions. So I'm hoping I, I have the answers for him, you know. Charlie, do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy that sort of more senior pro role? Yeah, I do, to be honest. I do. Um, I don't like to get ahead of myself. I'm still learning a lot myself. I've still got a lot to learn. 
um, myself. So, you know, when I'm helping people out, I never like to come across as though I have all the answers, um, but more so that we'll try and find the answers together. Um, and that way I, I can learn, you can learn, but as long as, as long as we're all kind of helping each other, it's enjoyable. And I think that's probably why I'll enjoy being a coach one day. Um, just segueing on to my point there, I just wanted to come back a little bit to um, to, to Beal and the, the change of, of staff. Um, there a lot's been said about, you know, you said it there, and I've heard another couple of the other players say throughout the preseason that, you know, it's been a really hard preseason, as as all players normally say come that time of year when there's lots of running involved. But um, a lot's been said about, you know, Beal's technical prowess and his, his preciseness and his how specific he is. What's maybe changed off the pitch behind closed doors that we maybe don't see in terms of what what Beal's maybe put down and the other the other members of staff that have come in. What sort of changed on you know off the train sorry off the pitch and around the training ground and around the club maybe that we don't see. Yeah, well, like I don't want to I don't want to uh, I don't want to make it seem as though that's it's just better now and you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know every manager has different has different styles and, and different ways um and and some work better for different people um something that's different this year uh, that we didn't do last year is that we all eat together before games um <clears throat> whether some lads will complain because they have less time with their misses or less time with their kids whatever i don't know um but from a team's perspective, it's probably better that we spend time together before the game, as much time together as possible. Um, and that was probably another purpose of going away together in Germany. You couldn't go out anywhere. Oh, cool. oh he's going Walt Disney type frozen thing on us. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be back in a second, I'm sure. Um, His missus has just pulled the pulled the Wi-Fi plug. Now. <laughs> yeah. She thinks she's spending less time with that. <laughs> Oh, what happened there? <laughs> you froze. You kind of, you, you, oh, you, you kind of well, you froze basically. Yeah. Everyone was, gave a big delayed laugh, and I was thinking I didn't even say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, never underestimate your comedy genius. Never. So you were just saying. Especially the Joker poster behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's a great Joker poster behind you. Yeah. What a movie, eh? Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, so you were just saying um, you're all eating together, and just you were just just talking about what what's different off anything else that's different off the pitch. Um, I I think maybe just uh, f- I just just the team morale uh, perspective. We're spending a lot more time together. Um, we're we're spending a lot more time at the training ground. Um, you know, and maybe that's just because there's new ideas that need to be implemented. But I, I think the the major change is just the amount of time we're spending together as a group now. And I know you were careful, obviously, to say um, you, you, nothing against the old regime because each manager is different. Um, and I, again, I, I don't want to um, put you on the spot at all. But obviously, I guess everyone was sad to see Mark go because um, you know he's a decent gaffer and you know he he seemed to have the respect to the players. Yeah, and. Yeah, I, I agree, and and um, Mark put a lot of faith in me, and you know I definitely and a lot of us definitely felt like we let him down in in some ways because ultimately it's the the manager that uh, the manager that that suffers. Um, he landed on his feet, mind, but um, <laughs> but yeah, we we definitely feel like we we take some responsibility or a lot of responsibility because um, a lot of the the things that had in place for us were, were brilliant, and we just failed to execute and. And um, you know, from a personal perspective, he gave me a lot of opportunity to do well. And um, I really, I obviously was was sad to see him go and felt as though I let him down. Um, on the flip side of that, you know, there's there's no time to to mope. Um, we've a very exciting re- regime ahead, and um, we're all buying into it. Paul, well, it's it's interesting because. Yeah, I think Mark came in at a difficult time. He he made a stamp on the, the team. He gave Jimmy a go. Um, Senny would probably be the same. He, he showed a lot of faith in him. And so in football, Jimmy, I, I guess you've always been a club like Burnley. You were at Burnley, weren't you? I mean, they were never going to sack Sean Dyche in that in them days. Um, and you kind of get used to stability. I think that's the thing that footballers need is stability. But then at the same time, you also like new challenges, so it's a case of like the manager comes in. It's not nothing to do with you guys. I don't think you did let him down, to be fair. And I think now we just got to look on and see what we can 
spring onto this season. I don't know if that's your mental mindset on that one, but that's as a fan, I'm just thinking, Mark did brilliant, and now we move on, you know, without being disrespectful to him at all. Such is life, eh? Ah, it's cruel. It's cruel. I'd be replaced tomorrow at work if she could find somebody else, but she I can't. can't fucking wait for them to replace you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling okay, you. That was a joke. I, if, was if, a joke. If, if, if Basil Brush could drive, I'd be in trouble, I tell you. Yeah. But no, I, I, I'm actually in, in a strange sort of way. That I think we've got nothing to do. I'm, I'm looking forward to Blackburn because, it, you know, it's kind of one of them games where, you know, the record is shocking as Chris will go on to later on and stuff like that. And it's one of them things where we're not expected to do anything. And I, Jimmy, do you know what? I like it with that with QPR. I think last season, one of the things that got ahead of us was we were expected to do better and we were pushing way above what we expected. And we did, I still think we did really well. Wouldn't that it be great? Finney, you, no, 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 Finney, you said we finished third on the, pre, the, the, uh, the preview to this season. So, you know. <laughs> no, I said fourth. <laughs> I wouldn't it be great if fans could just turn up and just enjoy the game win, lose, or draw, support you not have an opinion whatsoever and everyone just be happy if only if it was that easy you, you mentioned social media earlier I mean do you, do you pay much attention to that because obviously you know what it's like I mean you've just got complete extremists on, on each side and, and they're, they're kind of if they ever met any of these people face to face they'd be your best friend but do you ever take any notice of any of that stuff I'll be honest, absolutely none. If I haven't got anything positive to say, I say nothing at all. I've never noticed a negative comment since my Sunderland days uh, where I was suicidal. Uh, that's when I learned to never... Really? Check. No, not actually suicidal, but that's that was rough. That but was did rough. it get to you, though? Seriously, Jimmy, did it get to you? Yeah, well, that's, that's when I was kind of new to Twitter and I didn't understand online abuse. I had a couple of bad games and uh, I was like, holy shit, what was going on here? Um, and it affected me for a while. Then I kind of grew out of it, and since I've had so many highs and lows in football that it, it doesn't really matter what happens to me. I'm I like to think I'm the same guy all the time. Um, are, are most are most of the squad sort of of the same mindset? Where they're not really that fast, or are some of them you don't have to know names like really on it and check in and reading every comment, or are sort of mostly on the same page. Like we're all we're all definitely fussed, and we all um, obviously want to feel loved, but. I think definitely the lads, I'm not sure about the younger lads, definitely the lads 23, 24 plus um, are not the type of group to be reading, uh, yeah. scrolling through Twitter, reading uh, tweets about themselves. Uh, I can't speak for everyone. Um, I don't know if it, it, it got to people last year, um, but the, the teams I've played in, especially Burnley, but the Burnley aren't a very, uh, I've never been a very flashy group. They've never cared much for social media. They've never cared much about about things like that, and and that's probably where I kind of learned to maybe grow grow out of that. Um, but definitely the lads in this group now, you know, if it, we we all post very positive things on social media towards the fans and towards the club. That and that's kind of it, really. If people have negative stuff to say about us, uh, I I never really hear about it. Sometimes one of one or two of my mates will send me will send me the odd negative tweet about me, but like. That's because I know I can laugh at it now. Like, like get on this, Jim. This guy said you were shy today. Oh. And I'm like, whatever. Um, but no, I think you kind of go past it, you know. Yeah, nice mates you got there. Um, <laughs> um, I'm conscious that we, yeah, we've got we've got about five minutes left for you. So I'm just going to go around the table again, starting with Charlie. Um, just anything else uh, you'd like to ask Jimmy before he goes? Yeah, what's the sort of perspective for Blackburn on Saturday? Is it excitement? Is there a bit of nervousness? Um, is it eagerness to get going? Is it a bit of hesitance to, you know, almost feel as though we need more time to sort of implement Bill's tactics? What's the sort of overriding consensus from camp at the moment? Oh, I definitely, I definitely think we're in execution mode now. We've learned a lot. We've learned a lot. We've, um, we know how we want to play. I definitely think we're at a, at a stage where win, lose or draw, it, it'll be more about the learning and executing so that the results will come when it ma when it matters a little bit more. So, you know, no matter what happens against Blackburn, I don't think anyone will be too, except for the fans, will be too emotional about it. You know, I don't think anyone's going to get carried away with a win or anyone's going to get too disappointed with a loss. The the analysis will be purely based on did we execute what we were supposed to execute? Because if we do that, the, the results uh, the results are going to come. Um, so I like to think we're, we're definitely in execution mode. And I think that answer, the answer that you could kind of see maybe the 
the juxtaposition between how you'd have answered that at the start of last season with maybe the expectation, the pressure you put upon yourselves as to, right, this is where we've got to be. We did well at the end of last season. We want to be up there. We've got to win every single game. And maybe that was just a little bit too over-optimistic. And it's more like you say, there's 46 games in this season. We haven't got to win every single game. And maybe that's a way that we can manage expectations. And as well, you got like you say, you can't get too emotionally taxed to one, fi- one fixture. In this yeah. league, you play Saturday, there's a game on Tuesday and there's another game on Saturday. So no, I think that's, that's quite key to see from our perspective that um, maybe that emotional management has maybe developed. And like you say, some of that naivety has maybe worn off a little bit. So no, that, that's key to see. And it's a, it's a good mindset to have. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Rob? Uh, mine's a bit of a silly question. Why have you gone for the number three shirt this year? Is there any reason behind it? it seems strange. Uh, yeah, there's a few. It's always been my favourite number. Um, ah, it's a bit of a family thing. I have my uh, my mother, my brother and my sister. Um, they're my special three. Also, Gerard Piquet has always been my favourite player growing <laughs> up. There's three. Um, yeah, I wore it at Hearts. I wore it a little bit when I was younger. It's the it's a number, it's a number I like to wear. I like the number 20 shirt. Um, but I'm going to have to be a much more sexier player now at number three. <laughs> there was outrage on Twitter, me being number really? three. Didn't really understand it myself. But... Yeah, no one, yeah, well, no one knows why. No one <laughs> knows why. Is it because you want a fullback in it or is it because what's the outrage about? I don't yeah, think it's, it's normally a, a left-back's number and Palin coming. I don't think anyone was angry. Everyone was just like, why is Jimmy Dunn pick number three? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I worded that wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't anger. It was more bemusement as to, yeah. hold on a minute, what's happened here? <laughs> Dude, oh, was, everyone was going, oh no, we're playing Jimmy Dunn left back. <laughs> no one was doing that. <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking Jimmy. Do you know I'm thinking? I'm thinking Roberto Carlos. Yeah, I agree. Roberto <laughs> Carlos. You're bumming down that wing, when taking that ball down that wing and fire it in for 30 yards, man. You can't, yeah, you'll, 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 you'll I won expect that goals this year for sure. I expect to score goals for sure. Oh mate, well, that, 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 that was actually going to be my question. Sorry, Robert, have you asked your question? Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah go for it. I was just going to add before you ask that, answer that. That the also you got the trickler for the three as well. But there you go, the island flag. Yeah, we know what it is, Chris. Yeah, no, it's just if anybody listening. Thanks for I think I know. I think I know that Jimmy knows what it means, Paul. Oh, some people once got it mixed up with the Ivory Coast flag. I saw them say, which I thought was very bizarre and strange. Yeah, it happens. A little weird, but. But um, go, going back to me, it's interesting to shirt. I'm not bothered about shirt number. I'm not about the games you play, but I do like the fact your favourite number is three. So anyone listening to this, we all know that somewhere along this password and everything is going to be three. There you go. Right. That, 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 that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a worry, Jimmy. You might want to change that. But like, seriously, where do you want yourself to... Because like, I would like, my person as a fan, I'd like to see you on the sh- team on Saturdays and I'd like to see it in the Republic of Ireland squad I know I support Northern Ireland everyone, but we all love each other we're, we're, we're like that these days we, we want both fans to do well and I think that would be a good season for yourself how do you see your season as a good season? Yeah I definitely need to play um, I definitely need to play the same amount of games I played last year or I need to play them better this year Um I need to tighten up on, on some things. I need to perform better, more consistent performances, um, more clean sheets, more goals. Um, I need to be more assertive and uh, an all-round more consistent. Um, but, but ultimately, I think I'm, I'm just working harder this, this pre-season and this season already. I think last season has, has given me um, things to look at that now I know I need to improve if I, if I want to perform uh, well at this level so I've been working really hard on things um, and I, I, look I, no one knows what's going to happen I, I just uh, I wake up every day and work hard and you can't go too far wrong I don't think nice one Jimmy the first one's a bit of a silly one but who's your roommate when you're away who's your do you have a designated person you roommate well, I, I was with uh, who do you think I would get on with actually is a more interesting question Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Albert I get on really well, Albert. Yeah, I'd say Dicky. I got on well with Dicky. We're very different, but I got on really well, Dicky. Okay. Um... So this guy, this guy picks me up every day, takes me to training. Um, he's a man of few words. You're handsome, Steph. No. Oh. I'm gonna go uh, Amos. Got on really well with Amos. Getting really well, with Steph. <laughs> okay, the uh... kit man. <laughs> <laughs> we both Pat and Jordan out and Louis in the kit rooms, but no. 
He's Jeez. a player. He's a How about George? Player. George, I love George. Get on Viva. No. Senny. Not doing well there. The big Aussie no, Scotsman. No, 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 no. <laughs> he loves a reverse pass. Dizelle. Andre? Dizelle, 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 No one thinks we'd be, no one thinks we'd be mates. He probably doesn't think we're mates. But I think. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awkward. Like, wouldn't he you thinks he's been stitched up. And he says, yeah, I can't stand my roommate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you who it is. Yeah. Yeah, how, we, how did that we come about then? We were roommates in um, in Germany, and uh, yeah, he was probably sick at me. I'm one of those guys that's always like moving in the sheets and twisting and turning over, and like yeah, he was sick at me. Uh, <laughs> what, what about him? He must have had his bad point. There must have been something that annoyed you. No, no, he's one of those people. Just is, you know what I mean? He's just cool, kind of, kind of guy. You know what I mean? He's good in all areas. To be fair to him. Oh, I used to hear people oh. like that at school. Well, we'll, 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 we'll check in in a few weeks as to whether you're still roommates uh, and whether he's been <laughs> off for someone else. Um, yeah, we're going to have to get him on to see to see his perspective of what you were like as a roommate. Yeah. Just to... yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine it'd be all good things. Well, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, though, Jimmy. I mean, first of all, you do seem very well, uh, very easy to get along with. But second of all, I think you've probably got the best song at the club, even though half the people in the ground aren't quite sure when to come in. There's a few, I'm hearing a few different, all I can hear is, Jimmy, <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite get, what is it? Do you know that there's a song caught by Paul Johnson called Get Down? That's where it's an old dance song. It's the, da, 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 oh, it's literally done song. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's down, 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 instead of that's done, done. So that's that's where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, that's what it is. That's good. Um, I'm happy with that. I mean, to be fair, if you're called done, that's your stand, bog standard song, isn't it? Done. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Happy. yeah. But there's also yeah. the one about heading the brick back as well, isn't there? If you chuck up a brick, you'll head it back. That was doing the rounds a wee bit last year as well. I'll take that as well. <laughs> well do, do you know what, Jimmy? Don't take this. I think I might have mentioned this to you before, but you do remind me an awful lot of Alan McDonald, which to a lot of older QPR fans, they, they might get that. But you, you're very, very similar players. And, and that is no bad thing at all, to be perfectly honest with you. I heard he was shy. <laughs> oh, um, yes. Well, he went. He went to school with me. Sadly, he's no longer with us, by the way. Um, but he's. Um, he, he went to school with me, and um, yeah, he, he was great. <laughs> Thank Brilliant. You. Well, to, yeah, I know you're joking, there, Jimmy, but there's, there's for QPR fans, there's no no higher praise than that, really. Oh, really? Yeah, I was only joking. I didn't. Of course you were. Of course you were. No one's going to take that seriously. Right, lads, watch Twitter tomorrow. Jimmy's going to get absolutely slaughtered. Good <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you won't be sent, Jimmy. No, uh, but, yeah, but his mate will be sending it over, not to worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. And um, yeah, we wish you and the rest of the team all the best for Saturday and the coming season. Uh, and thanks for taking the time out to talk to us. It's very right, much appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Speak to you guys again soon. Take care of yourself. Cheers, Jimmy. Cheers, Jimmy. Cheers, Bye. Bye. Uh, what, what a man! What a lovely fella! All lovely right. guy. We we, yeah. we should take we should take the McDonald thing out. No, we shouldn't. Mm. And now I'm going to have to make a note of the time. Hang on, 2010. Yeah, just just because someone's going to be a dick about it. Yeah. Anyway, that's my opinion. All right, we'll take it out. We'll take it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I did. I did think someone could easily say, "I can't believe it." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, right. I'll make a note of it. So it's probably around just, just, just because he obviously didn't know he's passed, so it's fine. But like, someone's going to go mad over him. Okay, yeah. okay, we'll come back in again then. Um, we have the duty of Kerr, <laughs> okay. technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a lovely fella! So, very nice, very nice guy. Um, I missed him the first time he was on the pod, but he just seems very relaxed, very easy to get on with. Um, uh, probably not that easy to room with by the sounds of it if, you, if you're a light <laughs> sleeper but generally yeah a nice fellow and, and I could be honest I've been, kind of been a bit surprised I mean I know we've said and you know friendlies mean nothing uh, pre-season rather but um, a bit surprised that you know he's been um, coming on as sub rather than starting but I guess the gaffer wants to bring the new guy in and Dickie I guess really is probably you could say that's the sort of class centre back at the club what do you reckon to yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, last season was the same, remember? He, he didn't start last season. It was uh, the other three, Device, Barbe and uh, Dickey. 
he got in there and, and he stayed in there. He must be thinking, I'll get in there again. I'll stay in there again because there'll be a drop in form. They're obviously working on this new system. And if one of the two isn't getting it, he's ready, isn't he? I mean, he, I like what he said about, I'm not coming to sit on the bench. I won't be sitting on the bench. Which I, I, I liked that. Um, yeah, it, it's sort of anyone's game of that with the back, with the three defenders, isn't it? Any of them could end up being yeah. the one on the bench. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I was just, because um, a, a lot of people would have said he was our best defender last season and like one of, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the players of the season, albeit being a season of two halves. But okay, so we've we, we mentioned him. So don't forget, have- Chris, at the end of the day, he's, his solid determination will be his will be his where he goes this season. I don't think he has that self belief that all good players have, and um, I think he once he gets in that team, and maybe he needs a competition, like he said. You know what I mean? He needs to get in or hair his place down and crack on with it. And that's no bad thing, you know, because don't forget he got into the Ireland squad, which as a centre half is no mean feat. They've got some bloody good centre halves the Irish. Team, so he's done well there. So he's he's gone places, and I like the, the self belief he has. Still, what Charlie thinks, but that's what I thought. Okay, I think um, he's, on, Charlie. Oh yeah, no, I think he's always uh, he's always great to have on. He's such a, a wise head on on young shoulders. He's he's very honest. He's he's very critical of himself, and I think that kind of translates into someone who's who. Um, he's quite self-reflective and, and always pointing out key areas that he wants to improve. So I think he'll be someone that will really develop again this season. Um, and like I say, that self-belief, he's not worried. He knows that an opportunity will come and he knows that he's just got to get himself ready to take it with both hands um, when it's gifted because, you know, there's not, you know, it's only Dickie really and, and Jake Cotts later and and done the, the two, uh, sorry, the three experience and a half. So um, if you look t- traditionally at, at Jake's track record of injuries, maybe he hasn't been too blessed. Um, and like you say, Bill changing the system, there's always going to be teething problems. So I'm sure he won't be worried. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, there's certain things you can't say when a player's on the pod. And one of them is saying, um, Christ, we look like we, we were striker short against, um, against Paris. Some of the preseason games. Um, what's mm. your, I mean, I think that's the general consensus. I think um, Bond, Bond's obviously, you know, um, Done well in 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 they did did well in Germany. Helped himself to a hat trick against Wilston, but obviously um, that's a different kettle of fish. Um, and again, Palace, you can't really you know they established Premier League team, but I, I do think there's a bit of concern that if if we've just got those two, then we we could be struggling. I'm not too worried just yet. In terms of the transfer window, there's still weeks and weeks yet. Uh, until that wraps up. And I think there's a lot of Premier League clubs that obviously a week behind in their assessment of their squad as to who goes out on loan, who stays. So I feel as though the club's waiting out for a loan player from a Premier League club. Realistically, they're not in a position have to have decided, as I said, as to who's coming and going. So I think QPR are waiting for that. They understand that, yeah, we may be a couple of games without a striker, but um, I think we won't finish this. Win- the window won't conclude without us bringing in a new player. Uh, I'd be very surprised if we don't get some form of striker into the club. Yeah. I I don't I know maybe controversial. I don't know if they will go hell for leather for a striker because okay, say for example, just because he's at Naki Wells, Bristol City don't want him, say he's available. With this, we all know why Warburton was moved on. Uh, we all know that it's all about the pathways to the first team. And Jimmy Dunn was saying, don't look at the league table till March. If Naki Wells comes comes to the club and, you know, is the man to come off the bench today, isn't it better for the health of the club for Sinclair Armstrong to come off the bench? I mean, they might take a step back and say, well, we've got Dykes, we've got Bomb, we've got um, Roberts and we've got Sinclair Armstrong. So we've got four players that can play up front. Money's tight. Are we, what is the aim? No one's really saying we've got to go up to loan someone in or buy someone unless they can be developed and made better, I, I don't think it's worth it. And I know that may sound crazy, but I wouldn't go near someone unless they were a project to, to bring in, to develop, to make better. I wouldn't go for someone like a Naki Wells who's going to give you a season, going to score 10 goals, but then be gone. And maybe he's the difference between coming 12th and 14th but to the detriment of Sinclair Armstrong developing 
and maybe becoming a better player, maybe being sold on for money. I think that's the balancing act for striker. No, fair, fair point, Paul. It's interesting. I watched Sinclair Armstrong the other day and he's raw and he's talented and he's got a lot of things, but he needs to learn the game because with that kind of combativeness that he seems to have, he'll pick up reds. There's no two ways about it. Referees mm. will be willing to sort of say to him, oh, he's learning the game. You know the like of this league. They're, they're, they're way too happy to wave yellow and red cards. I think that would be a worry. Um, he needs to learn to do that. Maybe a three-month loan would not be a bad thing. Again, just to get him out, get get him, get that out of his system a little bit. Um, will they have, you know, they're going to, if they play Willock and Roberts and that, up top, they're obviously going to play one striker to come in, and Dex can do a job of his heads right. Bourne came out with that thing about Ipswich, and he he means all secret. He wants to go back there, and he wants to run his contract out, so he'll have to win the fans over. That can be done by scoring goals. No one's going to say that he can't win his over. We we, we can't be won over if he scores goals. It's all the listen. All a striker needs is a, a goal the first minute in the first season, and they're far three games without a goal under the worst player ever. It's it's all about confidence. It's all about giving them the, the service. Last season, we're probably not guilty enough of, of the plan and of service at times. And of injuries. And I'd like, I think we'll fully fit um, Willock in that though and Cher, the way he's been playing and coming out. They're going to be looking for goals from midfield as well. And Cher has been saying that he needs to chip up more goals. Willock's got goals in him. Um, Stefan can... You know, do things. Phil can can be there. Jimmy Dunn just said he needs to score more from the back. So maybe they share the goals out and take the pressure off the striker. Naki, stop looking backwards, QPR. Stop looking at. Yeah, players. it was an example. It was an example, Naki. Well, you know, was, like that type saying, of player. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it has been reported it interest, so it's not a, an outrageous shout from you know. No, but I, I agree. I, I, that, I, I think I, that one that ship sailed for me. A long yeah, exactly. Time. I, agree, I like to look I agree. And, and think who can we bring in? You know, there's a lot of talk of Archer from Villa. That's possibly exciting He's, he seems decent there's, but but there's, to what end because say Archer comes in and we uh-huh. have him for a season he goes back to they're never going to sell him to us oh, he God, goes no. back to Villa we're not going up so actually what, what's what been achieved in, in, in the long plan and the, and the taking a step back and, and developing the club and de- so Archer of course it would be exciting and if we were banging the playoffs last season we're like this is it this is the season we go up then yeah you go and loan uh, Archer from Villa because he's going to get you goals and he's going to get you up potentially. But I think we all know sort of where we're at at the moment, a bit more mid-table than playoffs. And it's maybe something you assess in January where if you're sitting in fourth place, which we were last January, then maybe you go and do some money on players, maybe. But then again, they've got the, the, the said that they want to improve on last season. I know we can improve on last season is, is get into that top seven knocking the door with that top seven be that wee bit more because it all depends on what the club's theory is and where they want to be because they've said right we're sacked because he was great blah blah usual stuff but we want to go further so they have to finish higher than we did last season there's got to be progress every year on the les that's what they're saying personally I think my point of view is it's either going to be absolutely raving brilliant and we're going to fly or it could be a, a sticky season um with the new guys bedding in, the new ideas bedding in, and then you might not see the best appeal like the guy at Huddersfield until the second season when he's got his own team together properly, he's got his own ideas installed in the team. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season, but then it's never dull at ridges. Listen, there'll always be a few curveballs. There's always a few curveball teams in this league. This league is insane. You you really don't know. We could win it and we could get relegated. It's that kind of league. But I think I'd like to see just making Loftus Road more of a fortress, which is what Bill said all along, isn't it? He wants to be a fortress at Loftus Road and whatever you pick up on the road. So, And we've got Chrissy Willock back and I think everyone in, the, in that league would give good money for Chrissy Willock. He is a premiership player. So is Dickie, to be fair, and so is Sonny Diang, in my opinion. Yeah, no, all fair points, guys. From my point of view, I, I would get another striker in. I think, as Jimmy said, I think the competition for places is healthy. I'm just, I, I'd love to be proved wrong, but I'm just not sure about the our two main strikers at the moment, whether they've got it in them to um, get the goals we need. Uh, and the thing is, I think we, there's the pressure's off this season in a way because I don't think we're expected to finish top six. But then if you do get a, if you do get a striker banging in the goals, then, you know, that, that could be the difference. But anyway, it's it's been great. We're going to go to the R's end now because um, we've taken up enough of everyone's time listening probably. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll start. I mean, um, I'm sure I, I was just going to say... Um, 
first of all, the new rail seating that's come in. Um, we the seats that my, my me and my daughter, where she had her first game when she was five, which is 12 long years ago, have been ripped out. Um, so it's a shame in some way, but on the plus side, they're now in our back garden, which is oh, cool. Yes. So I'm, I'm well chuffed about that. Um, my missus is a Liverpool fan, so she wasn't quite as excited because um, <laughs> you have to kind of fit them together. So my plan is to get somebody who knows more about that sort of thing than me to make them a permanent fixture in the garden. So I'm going to have to fight a few battles there. Um, but me and Nancy will join for Hello, just the man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and yeah, mentioned Charlie. I haven't mentioned Charlie Aston, but I, I I was sorry to see him go. I'm probably in the minority. I do think that um, he could have offered some more this season. I think, you know, it wasn't the best season in the world. And I do think that he could have, you know, offered some advice to the young strikers we're talking about. But fair play to him. First game, two assists for Brisbane Roar, I think it's planned too. So good luck to him and his family. It was quite an emotional uh, podcast to see him off last season. So good luck to him. And and just final thing, just a shout out to Iberi Eze, um, mutual loving at Palace. Um, he, 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 we still love him. He still loves us. And I think if and when we do go up in a, in a year or two, uh, one day he's going to be back. And I, for one, will be delighted. So that is mine. Rob, play uh, uh- Again, welcome to the podcast officially. Thank you. Um, Thank you. We'll get more into your story next time, but um, yeah, what would you like to say? Well, I'll say, I guess slightly similar to yours. I've actually got my five-year-old his first season ticket this season. Um, He went to four games last season. We lost three of them. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, he's, he's got the backing. And actually, I guess to pick up on what Jimmy Dunn said, which was basically, can't we all just go to Rangers and have a good time? And, and that's what I'm looking forward to this season, just going along with my dad and my son and just having a good time, just being at the football, singing, maybe not worried about the playoffs, not worried about hopefully relegation, not looking at the other scores at halftime. I, I, I'm looking forward to just ha- having fun at Rangers this season. And I'm excited for it. Yeah, so say all of us. Charlie? Yeah. Spot on. Um, yeah, you kind of... Well, I'm going to get on to a point maybe I wanted to make earlier, but it didn't really come on to it. Um, not really a nice R's end, all excited for the season, which I am very much am. But I wanted to get to the point about Charlie Kelman, which kind of surprised me very much yesterday in terms of not just a footballing decision, but more like a, a financial decision. Uh, he's now got one year left on his contract. The club had decided to loan him out to Leighton Orient on a season-long loan, meaning that come the end of this season, he'll be able to leave on a free, bearing in mind that we paid... Was it about 800k for him? I can't remember how much it was. I think, I think, so. it, was, I think it was something I think around it, that. I think that was all with sell-ons. I think the actual layout was about more 300, but I could be yeah. wrong. I, I have no idea. It just, even it so, was, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it was just shame to see that, look, I know he may not be the answer to all our striking problems, but someone really probably quite hungry to have a chance. Didn't really get much even of a look in at pre-season. Maybe it was... Did he play many preseason games? I know I didn't see him at Wollstone or no. It was maybe it was a, a decision made by, I don't know, Chris Ramsey, Les, maybe even before Bill came in. So a little bit strange with that one. Not sure why um, he's been loaned out with a year left on his contract. Um, surprised me to say the least. I'm not sure what you guys made of that. But um, yeah. I suppose I suppose the risk that if he starts banging the goals in for late, <clears throat> late Norton, they'll have that extension. That's sort of the option to extend the contract yeah. for the extra year, which they've exercise with a few players but yeah I know what you mean when we're sort of strikers light at the moment it's um it, it was quite it was quite strange because I don't think because he was quite he come from South End wasn't it and he was like yeah um, and the, yeah no, I was just gonna say the thing is as well with such long left in the window I would have thought you know we could maybe have do of another striker if it, the, the game comes to well you know keep him in for a few weeks you could trial him a little bit more in the squad then if it comes towards the end of the window in a few weeks time where we think right okay maybe not up to his level then we could decide to loan him out it just seemed a little bit strange to loan him out now when we haven't got a striker in the door yet and the window's still open for a long time so but i mean who am i to say i don't watch him behind closed doors every week and don't see but just seemed a little bit strange from an outside perspective no fair dues uh paul um as is the uh, ritual, you have the last say on the podcast. <laughs> ah, Christ, had a bit of years. Um, it's a weird one. Go back to Kelvin. I think I agree. I think he, you know, it's to me this season was now never really um, mm. going out and loan again. And his last year of his contract seems a, a bit of a waste. Um, but hey ho, um, there's something there in the lad. There's, there's a player there for sure. Um, 
But it's like Thomas, everyone's going on about Thomas. He's not scoring any goals. And he, I noticed in pre-season, he's, he's trying really hard to 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 get that goal, to, 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 to get that off his back and stuff. And he did score. Players, he did score. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. players sometimes need to, they focus too much on it. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think Thomas could be the interesting player this season. That could be one to watch. Um, my eyes are in there. I'm just looking forward to it. Listen, it's a good crack. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it comes to something when you always, I mean, especially me starting argument and social media talking absolute shite about nothing and you get a lot of, um, and then you know this time for the season to start. And I think the season needs to start. I think um, it'll be an interesting one with the World Cup, uh, being in the middle of it and stuff like that. But listen, I think both what you say is grand. I mean, maybe that's what we should have in future. Just go there, expect nothing and enjoy everything. You know, enjoy the comradeship, enjoy the crack, enjoy your mates, um, get behind the team, all the usual stuff. But let's just see where it takes us. Don't judge too soon because we don't need to get anyone's back just yet. You know, you know, Kakai, whatever, just give them a chance. Just give these lads a go. Um, isn't in and, and just see where the season takes us. But we all know that you know the FA Cup will probably be crap, the League Cup will probably be crap. And um, you know, why why worry too much? I like that actually. Just enjoy the games. That's that's what you're good at football for. Okay, the, the real season is going to be interesting. I mean, I'm you know, I'm, I'm in South Africa Road, but I'm looking forward to here standing being back in football. I know that a lot of people aren't, and that's fine, but hopefully it'll generate a better atmosphere at Rangers and we can get the place rocking again because there's nothing like Loftus Road or a good away day when everyone's enjoying themselves and we're not too worried about the result. We're just enjoying being QPR fans. Yep, amen to that. Right, <clears throat> now we're going to have a double, double-edged double prediction because it's the first part of the season. Not only are we going to do a Blackburn prediction, we're going to do where are we going to finish in the league. Before oh I do that, I just want to say, Charlie, I've just seen Charlie sporting the new shirt. I do actually like it. I was a bit... I was a bit um, I wasn't quite sure about the no hoops on the sleeves, um, mm. but then you know I'm wearing the black one at the moment, and that's that's got none on either. So, um, but yeah, that's the I, like kick, Christopher. I really wasn't sure about it at first, but as of I once I've actually got it, I, it looks nice. it's growing on me. It's growing on me. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the bits to the side, and I think there should be hoops in the sleeve. But I'm a miserable bollocks. No one should ever yeah. listen to me. I think it needed an accent color. I think it needed like a touch of red or something, but. What about the Barca or Wake It? That's Stunning. no pressure there, lads. Great kit. Great kit. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah, I quite, I quite like that one. Okay, so, um, well, I guess I should put my head above the parapet and go first. Uh, Blackburn, I think, won all. Um, I say that because I saw a magpie yesterday and I saw one. I was like, oh, bollocks, that's bad. And then another one joined it. So it's based on that. I just saw two magpies, so I'm going for one all. Um, yes, I'm completely off the wall. Um, as to where we finished this season, I mean, you could really stick a pin in it. Um but I'm going to go, I'm going to be optimistic and say sixth. So there you go. I'll probably get lost um, again, but there you are. Wow. Um, Rob? Optimistic. Um, I think Blackburn, I'll go, I'll go for a Desmond. I'll go for two old, be positive. Um, but I, I think overall it's going to be a slow start to the season. I think there's still quite a few scars from what went on at the end of last season. Um, and... I think we'll probably actually finish 11th again, but I think it'll be a different journey to get there. Uh, not so much time around the playoffs, but probably 11th with a better second half of the season than the first. Nice Ooh. one, Charlie. You beat me to it, Paul. I've been thinking 1-1. One, one. Uh, that's what I think it's going to be. I think we'll score first and, and it will be a fairly late goal for Blackburn. And for my season prediction, I think we're going to finish ninth. I think, like, as George mentioned, I think it'd be quite a slow start. It'd take a while to sort of find our feet with the sort of the incoming changes. But um, I still think there's some good players on that side that are easily able to get us towards that top end, the top half of the table. So for me, ninth. That's what, mate. You did well there. You called you called me Paul and Rob George. So that's um, <laughs> oh yeah, good game in the space of uh, twenty seconds. Um, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, um, I forgot to welcome Robert to the podcast. I've, I've known Rob a number of years, and and Rob's a, a good, comes from a great QPR family, and he's a great lad. And he did a great. That sounds terrible. I don't really patronise. I don't mean that the same patronising Rob. Generally, mean it. And I'm looking forward to the team. I'm looking forward to having Charlie on more this year as well. And he might even learn our names. I don't know, but you know what? I always fancy being called George. I don't know why. Maybe it was after George and Mildred, which is way too young for you. Um, 
And I'm thinking Blackburn. I'd like to see us win, but I always want to see us win. But our record there is an absolute shocker. Um, it's probably next to the City ground where we're just dreadful. Yeah, but what's our um, record there like dressed as Barcelona? That's the question. <laughs> well, you see, that, that, that could be it. I mean, that's a big... Well, that's a, oh, Francis, what have you done? What have you done? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I'd settle for a draw, love a win. Don't want to start with a defeat. It's never good for the season. And prediction, I think anything above it would be amazing. And 8 to 10 would probably be what the club were expecting. But there's always a curveball. There's always a curveball team in this league. Who knows? Just may it be a beautiful journey. Well, let's hope so. Uh, fellas, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. And of course, thanks to Jimmy Dunn for giving up his time earlier. Uh, fantastic as usual. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, four-hour drive to Blackburn on, on Saturday, uh, having gone too late to book the trains. Um, uh, uh, Paul, you're up, you're up there, aren't you? You two fellas going? I am not. No, we're we're actually off on our on a summer holiday very early the next morning. So uh, no fair doing that one. <laughs> Charlie, I'm trying to move things around to see if I can get up there, but it's it's hanging in the balance at the moment. Well, if you need a lift, give us a shout, mate. Um, up, man. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you got this far, uh, it's good to be back. Um, take care, and fingers crossed for Saturday and the rest of the season. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.